0: The Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to BecomeNL.com.
1: Hello, hello. I am Sean Zalmanoff. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, and I'm joined by the one, the only man just outside of Seattle, Shane Kidwell. Shane, how are you?
0: What up? What up from the PNW, everybody?
1: That's Pacific Northwest for you people from Texas.
0: If you know, you know, and if you don't, you're never coming here anyway. So, yeah, you know, no. hey, man, Listen, how are you? I'm
1: not coming there. Um, hey, guys. So uh, we, we've we got a lot to cover this week. And uh, more importantly, we've got something that we want to give you as well, To A good little download uh, to help you. And, you know, we all set these goals every day, Shane. We, we set these goals every week, every month. And we always have an idea of where we're heading and where we're going. And it's really great. We need to know where you're heading and where you're going. But one of the things that's really hard to get to a destination is not understanding or knowing where you're starting. You know, the um, you know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to date myself, but there used to be this thing, maybe it's still a thing called the Nielsen TV Ratings. And it was a household survey. They filled it out. They sent it in the mail to people and people filled out what they watched on television. And what they found out is people just filled in the programs they liked, whether or not they actually watched those anyway. And you're like, what the heck does this have to do with some old school TV rating and me today? Well, what happened is, is that if I ask you right now what you've done over the last five days, you would have some really general ideas of what you've done, you would be more positive probably than some of them on the proactive sales efforts that you've been, that you thought you did. And you would be like, man, I should be closing more loans right now. And and we're right. Because based on our perception of what we did, you probably should have been closing more loans. And so, you know, you've all heard of this thing before called the 80-20 Prado's Law that 20% of your activities result in 80% of your income. Uh, you know, 20% of the people on the planet actually own 80% of the real estate as well, too. It filters into a whole lot more things than just that. And so this exercise that, that we talk about, understanding where you are now, it's where you, you really sit down for a week and you could start that i mean you're listening to this podcast today start it this afternoon maybe it's 2 30 maybe it's 9 a.m in in your car right now go to the office we we got some links in the show notes so you can print this out and start tracking your activities you got to track what you're doing you, you have to be honest about it. You track what you're doing. You're going to track. There's going to be uh, some columns in there. How much do I enjoy doing this on a scale of one to 10? How much money does this make me on a scale of one to 10? What, how much time did I spend doing it in any other notes that you have? Because I, I got to tell you in order to understand where you want to get to, you have to know what you're doing with your day right now. Uh, it's all about trim, trash, and transfer. Uh, Shane can tell you a whole lot more about that, but this is going to help you get clarity, so you crush and dominate the rest of your year, and can really plan out your goals. Mean like, wow, this is actually really attainable without just cutting a few things out of my day, or maybe I need to hire another team member. Maybe now everybody else cut it, is cutting staff. Man. I'm doing a lot of work that I could pay somebody else to do it because these other things are hundred, two dollars dollars an hour activities for me. And this will be the base and framework to you laying out those activities.
0: Yeah, Sean, I, I love this conversation. It, I would give everyone the analogy. you know. So for those of you who are sitting here saying, you know, Sean, I get it, man. I don't have time to track my time. Imagine if your business, it sounds dumb when you say it that way, but people, people are saying that whether they're saying it or not, that's what they're saying through their actions. Imagine if your business was transporting, let's just say oil from point A to point B and your business, if it was functioning properly, you were doing those actions that matter working in the 20% of your business, that oil taker goes from A to B with no loss of oil. There's no leaks in the tank. Well, what most people do, their business is really like an oil tanker that has leaks everywhere. And so by the time they get from point A to point B, that 100-gallon tank is left with 20 gallons of oil. They sell their 20 gallons, they go back, they do it again. What if you started plugging your leaks and instead of getting from point A to point B with 20% of your resource, your time, your energy, your efforts, you got there with 50% or 75% or 90%? imagine what impact that would have on your business because that, that, that analogy is the reality that most of us see on a daily basis in our business. Now, here's what's really impactful. Once you figure out what you're doing, you can then assess if it's a good use of your time, somebody else's time, or no one's time. And that goes back to a book that we love called Run Like Clockwork. And it talks about this philosophy of trim, transfer, or trash. Which is exactly that. Is this a good use of my time? Somebody else's time? Loan partner, processor, marketing admin, someone on your team, or no one's time, right? And, you know, I'll give you an example in my business. You know, I, for many years, have played around with the idea of, you know, buying online leads. And so I said, hey, I'm going to run these, you know, this like campaign and test a couple different companies side by side. Not a good use of my time. You know, If I'm worth $500 an hour and my skill set that I use to get that 500 hours intake calls, meeting with agents, coaching, podcasting, whatever, then doing entry-level research on lead gen isn't a good use of my time. It may be a good use of an admin's time, an intern's time. So I would transfer that skill, transfer that responsibility from myself to somebody else. Now, maybe I look and I say, you know what? I'm really good at intake calls, but these intake calls are taking me 45 minutes a pop. I might say, you know what, and if you were getting coached by one of us, what we would say is, can you get that same bang for your buck with less effort? Could you do an intake call in 25 minutes and get that same result, which is a converted lead? If you could, then you'd never do more than 25 minutes, right? You'd only do the amount of time you needed to get the intended result. You know, there's a book called Atomic Habits. There are several books that talk about how to leverage the most impactful exercises to get the best result in the least amount of time. I think from one book I read, I think think it's called The Five Hour uh, Body. And Sean, if you've read this book, correct me if I'm wrong, but they actually have the specific amount of kettlebell swings you should do to get you the intended results. 56 kettlebell swings. If you do 57, you get the same result as you do if you do 56. So why would you do more? Well, you wouldn't, right? That goes back to this trim, transfer, or trash method. And in our industry, and especially where we are right now, it's so imperative that we understand what we're doing with our time. A, are we working in our business, pulling credit, reviewing documents, creating a Google One, you know, a Google Drive that you can share with your clients, sending email updates, working with your processor, or are you working on your business, you know, doing podcasts, you know, videos, market updates, working in Mortgage Coach, MBS Highway, using BombBomb, meeting with agents. And for those of you on this call that say, oh man, yeah, working on my business is a better use of my time. How much of your work day, how much of your work week are you actually spending doing those things that matter the most? The ATMs, the actions that matter, the things that drive your revenue and keep your dollar per hour high.
1: You know, so Shane, you were mentioning this whole oil analogy and it, it got me thinking about something else too because, you know, somebody's sitting here, oh, I don't have time to track my time. And there's somebody else on here who's like, I did that a year ago. I got it all dialed in. Yeah, And well, you might've done that a year ago and you might track your time again right now today and think, hey, everything's perfect. Like what I did, I mean, first of all, it'd be great to have that reassurance, but you know what? Like that oil that you offloaded on that tanker that's now on uh, the back of a, a truck driving down the highway, they just closed that highway that you were on a week ago and you didn't bother to adjust. Now you're sitting in traffic to worry about getting around. Or damn, that that was coming all the way through the Suez Canal. Oh, I forgot that that tanker went aground in the Suez Canal last week and now I can't get my cargo through. I need to go around a different way in order to do that. So just because you've done something like this before or you're saying that you don't have time now doesn't mean that that you shouldn't do it again and, and I will tell you if those first two things are what you thought, you are the number one and number two people who need to do it. There's also another time that you should, that I, I want you to do this exercise. And I don't care if you just tracked your time last week there and, and guys, really it's it's important that when you do this, so when you, when you download the file that we have and you print it out, print out five sheets You know, if you started on Tuesday, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, um, make sure you do it on, just do it on five separate sheets. You'll thank me later. But there's another time that I want you to do this. And let's say, man, you're you're coming to our South Carolina, our North Carolina uh, Charlotte event here in a month. Uh, Before you come to the event, the two days you work before the event, I want you to track your time. You happen to be going on a week's vacation two days before you go on a week's vacation, you're doing something different that's requiring you to get an epic amount of stuff done in a short time. I know for me personally, and Shane, I know from you because we talk about this often, the amount that we're able to get done when we function as if I am getting days taken from me in the future, so I need to be incredibly efficient and get more done today is epic and what i also know is that when i go and i track that time and look at those days and i look at the other days i have a lot less waste and so there's a couple different things that that you can do with that i mean you guys give me quite a bit of fun grief inside of next level about the amount of hours that i'm able to work and I mean, I, I don't have a lot of time wasted in my day. Like I get, I can, comp- because I've looked at this before and tracked this so many times before I left town, I'm really able to compress most of my days into a shorter amount of time than most people are. But the reason we get so much more time or get so many more things done when we have to leave town or we have something else come up is because we have no other choice. And what if you just gave yourself no other choice four out of five days a week?
0: Yeah. If you lived like there was no work day tomorrow, like this was your last day, you could get anything done. You'd actually be able to live like you didn't have to work tomorrow. Right. Because you, you wouldn't have to work tomorrow and I'm the same way. And I think, you know, if you're listening to this and you, you, you you know, you're struggling because you're, you're overwhelmed. We understand. Take a weekend, take a Saturday, take a Sunday evening And we, we highly recommend, you know, planning your new week out in advance of the week. So you don't just stumble into the week with everything on fire, but this is a great exercise to do. If you're overwhelmed on a Saturday morning, you know, I would say with, with your best cup of coffee, get up and look at your, you know, look at where you were and then get organized and then hit the ground running on Monday with your sheet for Monday, looking at everything you do in a day. Right. And then work on that throughout the week. Now I'll tell you this, it's really important to know what you are worth per hour and not what you were worth last year, because that's irrelevant. You could trip and fall on a loan last year. This is a very different market. This is a better market for those of us who are strategic. I would highly recommend writing that on a piece of paper, printing that out, putting it in front of you. So as you're working through your day, you're reminded of what you are worth. Because if you, if you don't think about what you're worth, you're going to instantly fall into that trap that every originator falls into it's the law of diminishing returns. You fall into doing things that have a diminishing return for you because you feel like it's required of you. And it's not, guys. And we'll tell you this, you know, this business is going to be different from here on out. And I think that's a great thing for, for guys and gals like Sean and I, who are just all about working strategically on our business. Now, here's the reality. There are some things that you're going to do that are in your business. And there's some that you're going to do that are on your business. That's okay. The goal is to look at where you'll get the biggest return on your investment. The challenge is to really look and track and say, what am I good at? Not what is the guy on Facebook that I compare to good at? What are you good at? What are the things that help you? And if you've been in this business a while and maybe you're this is a new market, what did you do before? What were you an expert on before? And if you really look at your time, it's going to be impactful to see what you've done with those days and those weeks.
1: You know, you mentioned writing down what you're worth an hour. Like at at the top of, if you're you're watching this on a computer screen right now, the top of your computer screen, there's a black rim. I mean, I, I know it's like, you think I'm watching over your shoulder. It's, it's just that every monitor has one on it, guys. Um, so you, you need to write, print out, you know, I mean, you could probably fit 12, maybe 15, 20 font on there, depending on what kind of monitor you're watching uh, this on right now. And print out is what I'm doing right now worth X, a hundred dollars an hour, $200 an hour, $500 an hour. And then the question is, if it's not, why in the heck are you doing it? You know, we, we talked before. I mean, there, there's contraction going on in the industry. There's margin compression going on in the industry. That doesn't mean it has to happen to you. There's also people getting out of the industry. Somebody's got to take those realtor relationships. Somebody has to close the loans that they were closing. And, you know, as being two guys, Shane and I, that hire uh, a lot of people, man, There has not been a time in the last, oh, I don't know, decade that you can hire the talent that you could hire at the price that you can pay someone. You know, unfortunately, a lot of underwriters and processors who were great underwriters and processors, incredibly loyal to their companies over the last few years, well, they kept getting job offers from other companies. They kept telling their company they were going to leave. And now they, unfortunately, they, they, they started making 40, 50, 100% more than what is feasible for a company to pay long-term. And they worked themselves right out of a job. And that's terrible. And I don't wish that on anybody, but man, that's your opportunity to upgrade your staff or you're just closing. You never, you haven't even hired your first loan partner yet. You can get the most badass loan partner right now at a price that you haven't been able to get, at a qualification level that hasn't been seen. All of those things right for you, and they are absolutely thrilled to to, to take your position. I mean, I unfortunately getting reached out to every day by somebody who's like, "Hey, by the way, that job I didn't take last year. Are, are you still hiring?" I'm like, no, sorry, we're not.
0: Yeah, it's a different market. And I, I challenge everyone on this call to think like a business owner, whether you're an LO working for a big company, a small company, whatever the case may be, you are an entrepreneur. And right now is an opportunity to gobble up market share and shift your perspective to take advantage of new opportunities. And new opportunities don't come around all the time in our industry like they are right now. And to Sean's point, there's some incredible opportunities. And and again, take this exercise for what it is. It's actually very simple. This podcast could have been two minutes. Take a yellow post, take a yellow notepad and write down all the things you do. And then at the end of the week, look at those things and assess a value to them. Are they a good use of your time or are they not? If they're not a good use of your time, they go into two buckets, a bucket for somebody else and a bucket for no one to do. Because some things will just burn themselves out. And it's really important for us to understand that There are not enough hours in the day to love your family, love yourself, love your business, and do that all effectively without saying no. Say no to the things that don't matter and say yes to the things that do. And if you do that with more frequency, you win. If you do that with less frequency, you get burned out. And then the competition has more opportunities to take your market share.
1: Well said, Shane. So, hey guys, all you have to do is go to the show notes and download uh, the Download the information right there. It, it'll come right to you. Uh, if you need a little bit more help, if you need more information, you know, you can always go to NL Strategy Call. That's short for next level strategy call, but just go to nlstrategycall.com. Get some time with one of our coaches. Uh, we can guide you and direct you even more efficiently. But just take the minutes, take the time, invest in yourself. And this is a short podcast because That's all it needs to be. Go take the time. Listen to another podcast. Listen to a 12-minute book. Go invest in yourself. Print this off now. Start today changing your life and readjusting yourself. And uh, when you're ready, come join us on the other side. Friends, family, next level, we appreciate you. We appreciate you joining us, Shane. Always a good day when I get to
0: see you, bro. You as well, brother. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. See ya.